Forty chess. Yeah. Forty chess. Huh. Forty chess. Let's get it. Forty chess. This a trade show, Patreon where the trades go Tapping and watch, that's what you came for Ain't gotta say my name, they know my name, bro What's good, man? We got McNutted in H.E.M. Always start off the show with a trade from them You should always make sure that your trade is in Patreon, why not be a Patreon? Know you wish you could spend every day with them Tap in and say what you gonna say with them Stop home and can fill up a stadium Next time you log in, make sure that you bring a friend We about to kick off, let the day begin Go follow the socials, 40 chess FF is posted If your trade is an F, you get roasted Go like and subscribe for the crew Apple, Spotify, and the YouTube You know Cooper got the wall too Let us give you a walkthrough 40 chess This is 40 chess What's up everybody, welcome back into the Dynasty Trade Show So glad you could join us We're gonna be breaking down deals That's what we do here If you know, you know You know But if you don't know Get your ass in the Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash South Harmon. $5 get you access to the trade show channel so you can come here and flex or get dunked on. Either way, could be one or the other. Can't guarantee you either. Uh, all I can guarantee is the Discord, the Patreon. Ton of fun. Great advice. Lots it's of popping. people. Best community in the space, hands down. Yep. No question about it. But, Adam, what's going, man? We got the, we got the good, lights man? up. Yeah, yeah. The lights have come on. All of the lights. <laughs> All of the lights in here, baby. We're ready, man. We are ready. Um, yeah. Patreon.com if you want the deals featured. Uh, if you don't, not a problem. You want to just keep tapping in every week. At least hit the like and subscribe button for us if you could. Comment. Let us know. Um, you know, yep. Adam's ugly. Mike's crazy. We're we still watch y'all, but y'all motherfuckers are nuts. Whatever it is, let us know. Well, you know, might be that Mike's got a six Sam Laporta jersey. I, it it could be. You know, it could be. Um. I'll tell you one thing. I'll tell you one thing. Mike has uh is up the jersey game, man. He, get get ready for jerseys upon jerseys upon jerseys. Speaking of which, we're gonna get to your deal in a sec, Mike. But T Rock would be so upset if I didn't start this off with uh, our deal. So he look, tries look, so hard. I know, man. You know, it, so I'll try at least. I'll at least try to match that and get it on the show. All right. Twelve team superflex. It's a tiered PPR. Start ten. Uh, fade the fetal. Mike, his team is built right. Um, he's, you know, talked a lot about the roster construction, um, gone through it like what like we've talked about with our lineup leagues. His team is uh, five and two. It's fourth, but it's it's right there making a push. Um, if I'm being honest, it's it could be one of probably three or four teams this year. I think clearly, my team, yeah. I picked all the wrong quarterbacks this year. Mike picked or was given to right. Yes. Deshaun Watson, Daniel Jones, and uh, traded away to a. Um, to get in a Watson deal and then also have Dak Prescott. So <clears throat> my quarterbacks and my team just not getting it done this year. Still have my own pick, kept my flexibility, even though I thought I'd be able to win this year. So um, a lot easier for me right now to just say, listen, there's this isn't happening. I'm two and five. Like it's time for me to go the other way. So we get a deal done, man. And he here's what it is. It's a JSN, a 24 second of Schumer's, which by the way, Schumer is doing a wonderful job of tanking. He is either the 201 or the 202 um, locked in. There's one other team that's really, really bad. Uh, FSG is a contending team right now, third place. You have T-Rocks third and 24 and T-Rocks third and 25. Those are coming to me. I am sending away DeAndre Swift, Devontae Smith, and Josh Palmer. Um, this is a lineup start 10 league Mike tiered PPR, so it's half point per reception running back, full yeah. point receiver, uh, 1.5 tight end premium. Mm, interesting, interesting, right? For you, I definitely get it, right? Well, we're not holding DeAndre Swift if you're rebuilding. Come on, come on. Josh Palmer, no. no those are the guys that will go. Smitty, on the other hand, you can make the case you can keep him on the rebuild. Adam, this is tough for me because I'm a big Eagles guy, but here in the last couple of weeks, I've really kind of soured on Devontae Smith, and it's not – Yeah. I don't think he's not talented. I just – the way this offense is in 2023, it's just not – it's not good it's not enough to support like him. him. Yeah. Right. It's not good enough to support him. And uh, if you still have like Devontae Smith as a borderline top 12 option wide receiver in Dynasty, I don't think you've been paying attention all year. <laughs> like he he doesn't really deserve it. And I'm all for 
selling them while people still value them that high. So if I were to break it down with that in mind, like JSN mm-hmm. in the second, which is going to be an early second, I'd actually rather just have the JSN in the second side, right? Like there's mm-hmm. some intrinsic value to JSN that Devontae Smith won't be able to uh, enjoy for yep. much longer. Right. right? Like yeah, the, fair. Last year's going to fade <laughs> at some point. Uh, Swift for the first, kind of funny. We just uh, just did America's Game Pod with Eric. Uh, so by the time this comes out, you guys would have already heard this. But uh, Swift, definitely a candidate for that late to, late first territory, like has his price tag. So Definitely, man. He's, he's worth the first. I think it, it's tough to send a first for a running back, but the guy is so um, dynamic. And even though he's not getting all this right. red zone work, you know, goal line opportunity scores, I should say he's still balling and he's still on a very high powered offense. So um, he's just, he's worth the first in my opinion. And then uh, Palmer for two thirds, even though it's a start 10 lineup league, Adam, like it's still okay. Like Josh Palmer's decent enough depth, you know, still going to matter, especially with bye weeks and injuries. And we don't have any bye weeks this week, thankfully, but we'll have a couple more bipocalypse coming up uh, where uh, Josh Palmer, who's already had his bye, by the way, will factor into, Potentially yep. being a flex option or a wide receiver three for you. So yep. not bad there for, for both of you. Like if I just break it down in those parts, very even deal across the board that makes sense for two directions. The only like critique I would have would be for T-Rock is like Devontae Smith is not somebody I'm paying for on a contender right now. Like I'm I'm good. I will shop at uh, I will shop at other discount stores for actual production versus just name value. Now if he takes them and he moves them again like while he still is a hot, <clears throat> sexy name for some people, then by all means, uh, T Rock was thinking in four D. Yeah, well, I mean, to, to be honest, too, um, like th- this is one of those deals where, like for me, Josh Palmer. If I was contending, I could I could see a scenario where if I had him, I'm saying, man, th- this guy might borderline fit my my repertoire of receivers, right? Like he might actually fit in even though I would have thought prior he was a roster clogger. I mean, you get the injury to Mike Williams, and then you have, I don't know, the ghost of Quentin Johnson. I mean, it's <laughs> – So all of a sudden he stepped into a wide receiver two role in the Chargers offense for this season. So um, I actually can I can understand wanting him on a contender a little bit. Still in this league, he's uh, a little iffy for me, but at, at cheap production, like I understand it. But for me, I'm I'm very much willing to if I'm gonna say I'm not ready to go at two and five this year, like Swift and Palmer are guys I'm elated to move. Honestly, yep. right? Yep. Um, Devontae Smith for me, Mike is now see see the issue with Devontae Smith for me too on my build. Um, you you talked about from the contending side, which right now if you're a contender, Devontae Smith isn't giving you in points per game what you were hoping for, what you probably are thinking you should get from him at that position. Could it change in the future? I guess so. But really, the the offense is starting to, at least in my opinion, um, show who are the the eat first guys, right? And AJ Brown's one of the eat first guys. It, DeAndre Swift coming over has actually been someone that's getting a ton of passing work, and that might be affecting something for DeAndre Swift. And Dallas Goddard's still a guy that's going to get you know whatever weeks that they sprinkle him in uh, a handful of targets. So it's just not Devonte Smith of last year. Now, when I think about it from the other side, Mike. See, the, the wide receiver position is a funny one. There is value retention, right? And when you get a name that uh, produces early enough and, and is proven, like he won't go drastically down as far as dynasty value. But at the same time, he also is going to start becoming more cemented as the years go on and where he is going to actually matter in dynasty, like where he's going to go in startups. Um, points per game could differ slightly depending on the situation, if A.J. Brown's healthy, what the offense does. But... Like, for me, there's now this, like, uh, it's a secure asset at best for me. Like, there's not going to be this Devontae Smith boom ever coming again, really. Um, It's just not going to happen. So, for me, I'm okay moving off of a guy like that, even in this format, because, like, I'm getting back JSN, who's not someone I've talked a lot about buying, but if I'm getting him, I'm getting a first, I'm getting an early second, that's damn near first, right? You got a couple thirds coming my way for Palmer. In my build, I'm, a, I'm elated to do this move. But to your point, I think it was uh, one that kind of makes sense for both sides. It is, uh, it's kind of interesting, too, when I go look at the A-warp for this league. 
right? And now I'm looking at it, and Devontae Smith is just barely ahead of Cooper Cup, and you factor in that Cooper Cup's played less than half the games that right. Devontae Smith <laughs> That's right. Yep. But they, they share about the same in dynasty value, but the production has been vastly different. So, you know, like I said, I if I was T-Rock, that'd be my only critique, and then I would take Devontae Smith and go move him on to somebody who maybe has a Cooper Cup, <laughs> like maybe has a, a wide receiver that's actually producing and, and going to matter for him. Otherwise, he's going to uh, he's going to find out that he slides Devontae Smith into his lineup, thinking that he's getting better, and all of a sudden it's actually just made him worse. Like he put a, a replacement level player in his lineup instead of the the superstar that he paid for. Sure, and then I'll, I'll ask you this because um, we we talked about this, not me acquiring it, but he's sitting on what is the one hundred one or one hundred two, right? It's not Schumer's; it's the other guys. And I told him, I said, you, you make moves like this, go win it this year, right? Like. I'm letting him know to stop pussyfooting around, right? Like, dude, if you have that pick, I told him, I'm like, that that pick should not be on your roster when the trade deadline happens. Now, if you get to a scenario, Mike, where it's just like there is not anyone out there that can actually give it to me or is willing to, I, I, I would struggle to believe that. But if it's a rare scenario, I could understand it. But to me, at minimum, you have to be doing everything you possibly can to get that pick off your team and go and go make your team ready to win this year. He's got Mahomes. He has uh, stat quarterbacks. He's got Hurts. And he's basically got this whole Philly offense now. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that, that would be my other thing with him is now, like, now that you're making moves like this, go ahead and commit to what you're doing. You, you're already pushing towards winning. Go ahead and win. <laughs> One of the crazy things, too, if you just filter the last uh, four weeks, JSN in war per game is actually more than Devontae Smith. <laughs> Off of uh, off of one game. Wow, that's wild. Yeah, so it just kind of tells you how kind of meh to, uh, Devontae Smith has been. No offense, Devontae. I still love you, but uh, I don't know. Still, still the Slim Reaper in my heart, man. Still the Slim Reaper in my heart. It's just you know we need like a Dallas Goddard injury or something for him to come back. Yeah, it, 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 the offense doesn't seem to be able to support as many weapons this year, too. Um, no. It's not it's not quite as uh, ridiculously high powered. All right, so let's get to your deal here. I'm skipping past it. Like you know, we just spent ten minutes on my deal. I'm I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna skip right by yours. All right, Mike is buying Alvin Kamara, Deontay Johnson, and Cole Komet for a 24 first of Dynasty Alex uh, Plank Crew. If you're seeing this trade and you're you're puking in your mouth a little bit, read the settings. All right, this is why we put them on there. This is why context is important. Twelve team, two quarterback. Two tight end, right? So you got to start two every week. Two quarterbacks, two tight ends. Bye weeks, nothing. Doesn't matter. Two of them. Tiered PPR, best ball start 11. And it's also best ball. Uh, this is the best ball one resurrection. Um, a league that was going to be orphaned as a league that Mike took over and now is, uh, you know, still Same. running again. Running again. So best ball, Mike, you're getting three pieces for one. People that may not quite understand this, we talked about it, I think, last night. Alvin Kamara, for three weeks so far, has been, um, let's call it like this, he's been probably for a lot of people unspectacular in the NFL, but is absolutely dominating for fantasy teams right now. Stud. Stud. Another guy Eric and I talked about. Adam, I think right now if you can reasonably project that this role kind of increases. Now, there's some red flags with Alvin Kamara, so don't let me don't let me get it twisted, right? The, uh, the target share is ridiculously high. We know Derek Carr's not pushing the football down the field at all. And some of the rushing analytics for Alvin Kamara, like juke rate, uh, breakaway yep. runs, not the sexiest at this point. Right? Correct. Like yeah, that's, is, that's what I was going to say. Is, Unspectacular, but right now the points are piling up. This is uh, this is on the back of a lot of checkdowns. But if you can realistically project that Alvin Kamara maintains this, I mean, right now he's a top two option <laughs> running back in fantasy since he's uh, come back from suspension. If you can reasonably project that he even maintains like a top eight. Uh, for the rest of the season, this is a guy that you you pay a first for easily. Like you just go and you get the production if you're competing. So that part's pretty easy for me. Deontay Johnson slept on. People hated him. Then he got hurt, and now they hate him even more. So it almost felt like a throw, and this is kind of why you threw him into uh, ATM's money moves back in the day. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Absolutely. <laughs> go, go get a little Deontay Johnson. And, and you saw when he came back, just acclimated right back into the offense. Targets were Same there thing. immediately, right? Right. Yep. Cole Komet is probably the most disappointing one since I traded for him, 
Uh, since Justin Fields has been out, uh, he's done nothing. And I think he literally did nothing this week. I think and, he had zero points on like 85% snaps. So, yeah. not good. Not good. But, but I mean, here, here's the thing, right? Cole Komet in this deal with three for one. Dude, you, you could have Cole Komet have four or five of those weeks. Like, it's kind of irrelevant. Now, you would much rather him be every week mattering. But you only need Cole Komet really probably to give you three, four weeks for the rest of the year. Like, if he did that for you, you, you added him in as a throw-in in this trade. And remember, we got to start two. So, to your right. point, the the floor being zero wasn't the greatest, but he at least gives you uh, somebody that, I mean, believe it or not, Cole Komet, as gross as he's been, has been in this, like, when he booms, it just goes crazy. So, um, we'll, we'll see what happens with Fields, too. So, uh, to your point with Badgent, it's not the greatest. I made a deal uh, a couple weeks before that that you guys may have remembered where that first came involved in the same league. So now the totality of the trade, right, which I also kind of like to go back and look at. Uh, Absolutely. I sent away 24 first, Jameer Gibbs and Sam Laporta, and I've received back Kamara, Deontay Johnson, Cole Komet, Cooper Cup, and Zach Wilson in a two-QB, two-tight-end best ball. Okay. We call that uh, we call that McNutted money moves, right? That's a uh, – Diversification and tearing down, baby. Diversification and tearing down. <clears throat> One of the, uh, I, I think still, like, we talk about it quite a bit. And I will say in a lot of the leagues that we play in, Mike, in best ball, it's harder to do. However, like, you're just talking about there, you still get it done at times. Um, there's certain leagues where it's harder to, but I still pick my spots. I still, primarily, though, you're going to see, unless it's really ridiculously cheap, you just... It's one of the craftiest ways you can just constantly stockpile depth in best ball, right? As long as your rosters are over 25, just keep making crusty moves that don't even feel the greatest, but you know you're either netting positive assets or more assets or guys that are scoring right now, even if they're gross. So I, I like to steal for you quite a bit, Mike. I think the last point I'll make is that um, the, the Kamara thing, I wanted to go back to this because... To me, the only issue for Kamara, really, in my opinion, like, we got out of the suspension, right? Like, remember how much that killed his value. That, that's uh, that's in the rearview mirror now. If people have kind of forgotten about that and haven't appropriated uh, Kamara's value now, like, you're, you're sleeping at the wheel. But to me, Mike, it really comes down to the division race. And right now, they're three and four, right? So if, if they stay in this race, I think things stay status quo, right? Because yeah. – they are trying to win this division desperately. I mean, they they just keep trading to Philly. They just keep trading all their future to Philly, trying to win this damn division that sucks, right? <laughs> However, if they were to fall out of the race, and then you get Jameis Winston in there, like we've seen, that can totally change what Alvin Kamara is going to get from the receiving aspect. Yeah. However, when you think about what that is, realistically, Mike, that if that was to happen, that's going to be way down the road, man. That's going to be. Yeah weeks and weeks and weeks from now they're they're one game out of first place and i highly doubt anyone runs away with this division so <laughs> not um, when atlanta falcons are leading the baby <laughs> the last thing i want to see is arthur smith up there talking about you know clinching the division three weeks oh, early or something good lord but yeah so I, I i love it kamara Deontay. i think like see the thing is when you look at this trade kamara for a lot of people like even if he's worth it first they won't pay it in best ball Deontay. They'll say, I'll, say, I'll pay a second, won't pay a first, Cole Komet, whatever. So that's how you get this deal done. And you you might be sitting there thinking, well, I could get better for this than a first. You might be able to in one player, but is that one player then going to beat these three in um, best ball? I don't even know that that's the case, man. Yeah, Probably not. Tough sell. Tough sell. All right, 12-team Superflex PPR, best ball again. We got 10 offense and 10 defense. Ooh. 10 defense uh, and 10 offense is an interesting one. Charity fantasy. So who's giving away the money to who? Um, mm. A. Rich, Mike. I've, I heard, well, let's just say this. I saw enough trades in the Trade Show channel to know that we have a very good chance of this being an A. Rich episode. Uh, a lot of A. Rich trades going on. Good. A. Rich, Mike, or Russell Wilson, JSN, Jordan Addison in the 24 second. Wow. Best ball you give. You take the four pieces. Easily, no question Stin- about it. Stinzy man, like, dude, Mike, you know, you know, I still am, am in on a rich, uh, if I can afford to to have him. Now, if I'm contending, mm-hmm. I'm probably looking to move him. So I'm willing to buy at spots, but th- this is just a complete non-starter in best ball for me. Yeah, like, no, thank you. 
Like, like if you if you're telling me you have your Russell Wilson chair and you want to get off of it because you can afford to get off of him, you have enough quarterbacks and you can add something to it to go go get a rich in the future. I could understand it, but it it's not two of these first round assets from this year and a second, which this defense I don't really know how good the defense actually is and how much it matters, but it's only gonna add. Like the second's still valuable in best ball without the defense. <laughs> like, you know what I so, mean? It's it's crazy. So I'd have no problem with us even in a best ball like going to get a rich. Um, but the problem is you sent away two very young ascending wide receivers, right? Who just both had massive like blow up weeks for their for the potential and it's like I'm good, man. Like I will send away two receivers, right? But it's gonna be like Keenan Allen, Mike Evans types, you know, like Deontay Johnson, like, you know, mm-hmm. those Tyler Lockett's like those kind of wide receivers where I'm going if I'm not competing, man, let me offload Russ. Let me offload some of these older wide receivers where they're going to have extreme volatility in, in the dynasty market just because they're old, and that's what we do. I ain't sending you the two best in this class. Right? Well, sorry. Sorry, Puka. Sorry, Nuka. The the it's two okay. of the top three in this class. There you go. There you go. <laughs> two, two of the best receivers in this class easily. Right. Yes, agreed. Right. I mean, it's the fine. other thing, too, is, Mike, like – I'm going to guess that we are getting this trade and reviewing it uh, today, Wednesday, right? And this trade, I'm, I'm hoping, happened before uh, Jordan Addison went off. Yeah. I even still. Done. Even still. I wouldn't have done it beforehand either. Dude, the, the, I'll tell you right now, if it was those guys don't go off again this week, and, we, and I just talk about value retention up there. Like, see, what I love about this trade, Mike, and this is uh, Zach. That I'm speaking to you here because you already won this. But let me give you a little T Rock style advice, okay? Um, like, don't. This is what I'll say to you. Don't don't stop here, right? Do not allow this trade to stop here because what you're doing is getting off of Averich because you needed to probably in the injury, right? You get Russell Wilson back. If you want to hold on to Jordan Addison because he's balling, I could maybe understand it. JSN in this second. This is where now you play 4D, right? You go, you go, you go shopping again. Like you take these newfound assets, and you, exactly, Mike. It's exactly right. So, Zach, great trade. Just don't stop here, man. Don't be done yet. Oh, Stinzy and, and Zach trade, man. That's like uh, seven goat rings and big black Scooby making deals, right? Like it, it's it's almost always, every time see one, I'm not good. You always see, yeah, we you always see. Uh, unfortunately, Stinzy getting wrecked, but. It is what it is. <laughs> shout, shout out to uh, shout out to uh, our boy Zach too. I'm not good. Got some good news today. So uh, happy for you, buddy. Um, been praying for you. Anyway, hey, look, a rich. Yeah, man, we got a rich back. Uh, Mike, I told you, man. I told you. There's a chance of the thumbnail. It's getting to be pretty pretty obvious now. Look at this trade. Look at uh, look at this. The the Arizona tandem here, Mike. Yeah. Dobbs and Dobbs and Murray. As well as Joe Mixon, like for a rich twenty four second, twenty four third. Um, this is a lineup start ten league standard superflex PPR. This is a this is a big price to pay for uh, for Kyler Murray. It is. It is. I think you could make a realistic argument between a lot of people that you know, even though Kyler's going to be playing here soon and uh, Anthony Richardson is not, like their dynasty value is going to stay pretty equal throughout the rest of the season. Like for sure, Kyler coming back off an ACL. You don't expect him to set the world on fire, right? Like you expect him to have some, maybe some moments, but you don't. He's not going right back to being a top five option the minute he's back on the field, Adam. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't think so. I, I, I don't. I'm not projecting that. Now, to your point, could he have weeks as top five? Sure, but like week in, week out, I don't. I'm not expecting that. I agree. Not gonna lie here, um, unless like I really really needed the points you know what i mean like i'm i'm desperate well you do let let, let obviously if you're making this trade you do you, I, and I, I i think here's the problem and this is i think well let's let's say this this is where i think we need to discuss it mike to your point there there are people that have a rich we're reliant on him either they have Gardner, they don't re, they don't believe in relying on him they they have whatever right they their their backup plan is lacking there's probably a situation to some points you've made. Now, I think that A. Rich still has a ton of value, but you may in certain leagues have a hard time figuring out a team that's really willing to take A. Rich at a old A. Rich price. And now, mm-hmm. if you need to get off of them, like where's the line cut off? Because across leagues with 12 people in it, 
you're probably going to be in some tight spots, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, probably the biggest complaint I have about it, though, is like you're talking lineup start ten, and I see you get Josh Dobbs back too. But now you're going to be like playing Josh Dobbs for what another week, another two weeks. Either way, <clears throat> like it doesn't matter if you end up playing Josh Dobbs for the next four weeks, Adam. Like you're playing Josh Dobbs in a lineup start ten. Like you're pushing the button in your super flex spot for Josh fucking Dobbs. That's yep. disgusting. Right? Yeah, I, th- I think it's now, a also a uh... now best case scenario. Mm-hmm. Best case scenario, it's Kyler Murray that you're putting in your super flex spot. But now you just played draft capital for a, a quarterback who's a zero in the lineup league. Right? Yeah, I, I um, gotcha. So, so the Dobbs part, especially on top of it, to you is, is where you you don't really really makes you go no. limp. Gotcha. Yeah, lineup league, Josh Dobbs for a third. Give me the third. Like, <laughs> give me the third. Really. Yeah. Like, if I got to play Josh Dobbs in a lineup start ten, I better only be doing it for one week. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I, I better be out acquiring one of those guys. And, and really, what's the difference between getting him for a third or Minshew? Right? Like, I'd rather have Minshew, to be completely honest. Sure. Yeah. I, Joe I would Mixon agree with for that a part. second. I think you can make the argument that the second's more valuable than Joe Mixon. Yeah, Mixon unfortunately is just not. Dude, he, he is not getting it done in any capacity this year. Um, he, here's what I'll say about this trade. Um, to your point about the, the Dobbs thing, I think to me, what I'm what I'm thinking is, like Kyler is not a certainty even if he comes back to play well, right? We're talking about that. Th- there could be a situation where, you know, he has a compensation injury, right? Or something like that where he misses time. If you're telling me that, like, here's my question, though, and, and I guess why it's hard for me to gra- – if you are saying your team is so damn good that you think that even if you start Josh Dobbs at the Superflex spot, so Weeks Kyler's not there, that you can still win it, okay. But, I I, I mean, if, if, the, if your team is that damn good, I can understand it. But to your point, Mike, like, is there any way else that I can just get another quarterback three, quarterback four? in this format, right? Like, is there a, that, that would be my thing that I'm trying to do instead of just getting the Josh Dobbs insurance piece. I, I would almost see if I could get back into, you know, what's Baker cost. What's, what's, uh, this is a, what's Minshew a, cost. What, what's some of these other guys cost that might actually start the whole time. This is a, a common case of like people being in the middle and just not accepting the fact that it's probably not going to happen for them. You know what I mean? Is he, like, is he is he is he not winning? Is his, is his team not that not not like not looking like that? Fifth right okay. now, and this week his quarterbacks in his lineup are Josh Dobbs and Gardner Minshew. Adam in a lineup start ten. Dang, you know what I mean? Like in the you flex know, options. Oh, you know like, what though? All right, so so who's this is actually a great Mike. We probably can't see. Can we see if he has his first yet? Still, or did he move uh, that thing? No. Can't he doesn't have it yet. okay because my i know how blitz is too and blitz i'll, I'll just may, maybe you are maybe you know to me i've seen blitz a lot of times push the picks in and we, we we've been proponents of that too timing wise though in lineup this is exactly why now a rich goes down you got the backup but that's not the same thing um the other thing mike when you look at warp in this league dude like when you get to quarter these quarterback 15s and lower they're, they're the same. They're the same as like running backs and receivers. Honestly, um, mm. I, I'll tell you this: I, I can live with the Dobbs thing for a third, as, as much as it's not the greatest. I, I think the Mixon and the Do- the combination, right? Because Mixon's not a guy I'm buying, even though the name's sexy. Like, he's just not been good. So I think the combination of those two things uh, is, is going to make me rather have the average side. I will say though. I'd be curious to see everyone. Let me know in the comments. Like, where would where is everybody's line? I would love to know where is everybody's line. If you have a rich on a contender, and you got to trade for points this year, one for one, where is where is your line at? And I, I'd be curious to see who would do it for Kyler and who wouldn't. Yeah, if I'm <clears throat> just me personally, I'm sitting fifth right right now. His uh his quarterback room before Kyler was Justin Fields, Gardner Minshew, Jimmy Garoppolo, right. And Anthony Richardson, of course. Like that's a pretty good signal from the gods, right? If I'm already yeah, in the middle, and spot, you got Fields and a Rich. Yeah. They just took Fields and a Rich from me. I go, all right. He did still have his first, so you didn't have the pressure to push in. But instead of okay, so he kept his first the, too. Yeah, <laughs> leaning into the let's get out. <laughs> he leaned into the let's push in, 
And uh, that's a hard pass for me, man. Like, you get enough signals where you go, yep, no, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> the, the, the circumstances, honestly, here just don't – because think about it this way, too. At this point, like you're saying, I'm not ready to give up on the season, and I don't know what his team actually stacks up. The rest, like I don't know what wins and all that, like how your team looks, how you feel about it. But man, now you're going in with Murray. You're going in. We don't even know what that is going to look like. We got Minshew. You got Dobbs. Like you're already now kind of in the outside looking in, in my opinion. Like it, it, because if it doesn't happen this year, you'd rather have a Rich than than Kyler. You'd rather have yeah. the second than Mixon. You'd rather have the third than Dobbs, right? So yeah. you're basically pushing in, and I don't know that you now pushing in are actually going to have a better chance to win. So I wouldn't mind the trade. I think the circumstances, one, are not good, and then two, the Mixon and the Dobbs part for me makes it not good for me. So I, I'll take the other side as well. I'm with you. All right, uh, Shockwave 360. T. Higgins, 24 first, 24 third. The Bay Shaboba Mike is getting Mike Evans, Logan Thomas, DeAndre Swift, Matthew Stafford. Whoo, boy! Shit wars. Shit wars, man. Twelve team superflex, two tight end, PPR, point seven uh, five tight end premium, point one points per carry. We're starting eleven. Man, Mike, I'm seeing. Listen, I like T Higgins. I like myself a first, but I'm seeing just stacking up of points on that bottom side, man. Yep, yep. I'll tell you this, though. I'm completely fine with the first side, the top side, too. Right? Clear direction trade for me. Like, I'm good yeah. either way. Yep, you Mike are. Evans, I mean, because Logan Thomas like isn't getting, this year? You, getting you anything yeah. in a trade, right? Mike Evans, what's it look like for his dynasty value after this year? Who the hell knows? Right? If I'm if I'm not winning with these guys already, get them the fuck off my team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> get them off my team. And I love DeAndre Swift, and we're going to talk a lot about DeAndre Swift, but Adam, it's a running back. Like, yeah. These dudes come and go all the time, so yep. I'll send away these four pieces and let me get a, a wide receiver like T. Higgins. And you know, right now it doesn't look the greatest for him, but that's perfect. He's not going to score fantasy points for me at this given moment, right? Like he's not going to ruin my tank. I get another first round pick and I get a third, and it's a best ball league, so those thirds actually do matter for reasons like this. When you get into contender mode, you can go buy a Logan Thomas for a third, you know, and fill a tight end need or buy a uh, running back. You know, like a Zach Moss when he's going off, or a Deontay Foreman. Mm-hmm. I like both sides of the deal, right? I, I probably would have asked for a little bit more if I'm Shaboba, especially if I'm throwing my first in. Like, come on, <laughs> come on! Like, I'm giving you a first round pick, buddy. And T Higgins, like, can I get another like two pieces? <laughs> you got a Gardner Minshew laying around I can steal, like one of these guys, somebody who has a potential of entering the lineup. But overall, I like I do like both sides of the deal. Yeah, I mean, I. I, I mean, I'll say this. I think in best ball, one of the things, Mike, I'm I'm learning. Now, I've, I've played. You've seen some of the, the the squads I have where I've played the pick side up. You can play it. You can do these type of moves up top that Shockwave's doing and absolutely pan out, right? So I'm not here to dunk on that. But what, what I am here to tell you is that the bottom – see, if you make enough of these type trades, Mike, where – like just think about this for a second. Now, I know your first can still go buy stuff as your third can. But you're taking T. Higgins right now, who's really just not doing anything for your team, realistically. Like, you're having four shots of pieces that right now all have made differences in best ball. Yep. And you're getting all of them. And this time of year, especially, like, those type of trades that the Bay Shaboba's making can absolutely be the difference in winning and losing the league, man. Like, you had four pieces like that. I know you sent away a first, and I know you sent away T, because if you talk about most valuable pieces in the deal, just dynasty-wise, those are going to be the two, right? But mm-hmm. to the point you made in the trade that you made earlier, man, this isn't a three-for-one. This is a four-for-three. Um, and Logan Thomas, realistically, is not a dynasty asset value. So while the trade dynasty-wise makes sense for, mo- for both sides, and you could argue even leans the Shockwave 360 side, Dude, I'm only giving up my first. At this point, you should be pretty clear that you're a good contending team. And T. Higgins, I'm very okay with this trade. 
obviously there's injuries are the big problem now. You do carry the injury risk, right? Any one of these guys gets hurt and there is no value retention left. None. Right. With all through yeah, all four of these pieces. So that this that's that's kind of the, the the air you're taking, um, right? That that's the risk you're taking on this side with Shaboba. I like what Shockwave does. Like too many people look at Stafford, Evans, Swift, Logan Thomas, right? They're not competing. You're not. You're in a best ball league. Every single week that these dudes are on your roster, they're actively hurting you. They're actively hurting your potential to have the 101. And if you don't think there's a big difference between the 101 and 102, you got to play in Dynasty a little bit longer, right? Like, Because there's some clear defined like tiers. And especially when it comes into next year, there's going to be people who draw a hard line. However it shakes out, whether it's Caleb Williams or Drake May or Marvin Harrison Jr. as the wide receiver, there's going to be some hard lines drawn where like oh, the clearest day people want one guy over the other, the real sexy one. So I want these damn points off my team. And if I get anything relatively close to what I think they are in generic dynasty value, you just pull the trigger. You stop waiting for the best offer to come in and you just take the first one that comes in, right? Like if it's 80, 90% of what they're actually worth, see ya, gone, done. You take all the risk. I'll take the T Higgins and the draft picks and I'll see you next year with my nice new shiny one oh one. Yeah. No, I mean listen, I I'm not telling you if you are not ready to go, you don't want these pieces on the bottom side, right? Um right. to kick off the uh, start of a rebuild, if you're not really rebuilding, I mean you have all those four pieces, you were not trying to rebuild. So sometimes you just gotta make the first move to get it done. Right. Um But I, I, I like I like the bottom side. I think it's a good deal for both sides. I do, I do, I will admit, I don't like getting back less. I don't really like getting. What, here's the one, my one criticism that I do need to air out. If I'm rebuilding, the biggest thing I'm looking to do is multiply. So, as much as I love it, what I don't like doing if my team's not good enough in best ball, Mike, is probably because I don't have enough depth. I don't like consolidating in, in rebuilds. I like to mm. multiply out. So, on one trade, though, I'm not going to fight you. Just a overall note if you're rebuilding and you consolidate too much, you probably already didn't have enough depth to begin with, so that's yeah. The one I don't want to consolidate like too much into elite players, but you know, if I'm sending away four shitters, by all means, <laughs> consolidate the one thing that's worth something. Evans and, and Swift, you getting shitters? Uh, wow. Uh, poten- sorry, potential shitters. You know, in 2024, they could be potential. Got, okay, shitters. fair enough. I get you. Uh, future, and, value. and that's what you're looking for in in a in a rebuild right i'm not looking Mm -hmm. at fantasy points in 2023 i can give a shit less get them off my team i'm looking at who's going to be the potential shitter in dynasty value come the offseason when it's it's brucey's time to shine like that like that quentin johnson you draft with that first round pick shitters or you trade trade puka Nakua for yeah um all right speaking of a rich uh wow we got some a rich crazy deals different here so A Rich is being acquired. This one, a 24 first and another 24 first from A Shefeki, uh Shekfi, and he's sending away Josh Allen, Hollywood Brown, and a fourth. This is a lineup start ten dynasty bums half PPR, a half point tight end premium. So Mike, Josh Allen, a 24 mm. and two 24 first. I'm sorry, Josh Allen and Hollywood Brown, or two 24 first, a 24 second, and A Rich here. On the surface, without knowing where those picks are, like there's a realistic case for the Josh Allen, Hollywood Brown, and the the fourth part doesn't matter. So don't get sure. that part twisted. Josh Allen's a, a unit in Hollywood Brown, even in a lineup start ten. Adam, you know I've been like pounding the table for him just because of that target volume and hair. To that, we get a little Kyler Murray potentially coming back as soon as this week. So Hollywood Brown is definitely somebody I would be interested in. Josh Allen, you know, is an absolute unit. If you put the A rich prices like generically to first, I think you're in the ballpark. And anytime you talk lineup start 10 with Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, like those kind of quarterbacks, you go, yeah, like the price is almost four first every single time, at least. And some people won't even move for that. So I think there's a realistic argument for the Josh Allen. Depends on where the picks are, though. Like if some of these are landing on the early side, Shit, I love you, Josh Allen. I love you, Hollywood. But if I'm a rebuilder, don't really give a shit about points. I'll send Josh Allen away for the chance at A. Rich, uh, Drake May, and like Marvin Harrison Jr. or like a Brock Bowers, something along those lines, and uh, be completely happy with that. Yeah, I think uh, like if you're rebuilding, 
right? Like Schumer's at this point, like make, when you make this trade in season, I, I think this kind of signals it didn't go your way, right? right. I, I think a lot of trades starting it, it now, had, it, it, starting. It had, pretty, it had to go pretty bad if you had Josh Allen in the lineup start 10 and it didn't go your way, right? Like a lot For of sure. things went bad. For sure. I mean, and I would imagine, you know, like Hollywood Brown, right? In best ball, absolutely somebody that I'm interested. I'm not saying he's a best ball only receiver, but in lineup start 10, half PPR, he's not a piece you're running with, right? Like if the rest of your team's not built right, Josh Allen can absolutely carry a good team in lineup start 10, but he can only, he can only put so much on his fucking back, man, right? If you haven't built right or you get, you know, random errors and all that, uh, injuries, you're going to be in trouble. Now, a lot of trades, I think, starting the last two weeks, especially now, the next two to three weeks especially, man, teams that are going to have no choice. It's staring them in the face. You, you fucking ain't competing, man. Like, you, you got to sometimes make these type of deals. I think you'll start seeing those more and more clearly. Um, if, the, if, if that's the spot I'm in, the one thing I'll start off by saying is, like, Josh Allen in the lineup start 10 is going to be one of the pieces I'm looking to part with the least. Now, it doesn't mean I won't do it, right? But, man, I'm, I'm looking to I, absolutely sell some Hollywoods. I'm probably selling almost everything on this team outside of my first, you know, the first I have, and then the elite stud quarterbacks, and probably if I had, like, elite high-end receivers. Even those guys I could still part with if the right price comes. I'll part with Josh Allen for the right price. This price looks like it could be, but, Mike, to your point, the only way I'm taking this A-Rich side is this. One, I already have some picks. Uh, I already have some 24 picks, and I'm looking at now like getting A-Rich, and, I'm, and I'm, I'm up to like a fourth, you know, a third or a half the class, something like that, what, right? Leveraging. What about six? What about six? Oh, he's got half? I'm in. He's yeah, got I'm half. In. I'm in. So there you go. Now, because if, if this is general, I'm just getting two later, si- later, sti- like, like later, later style first, I'm out. Pass. But if you were telling me now you got half the class, you're going to have better chances at getting earlier picks, better chances at locking up these other stud quarterbacks and possibly Marv, I'll get behind it. I'll get behind that trade. I like it, Schumer. And if you're, uh, you're I don't know how, Ash Ekfi, Ashekfi, I don't <laughs> I, 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 tried to read it. I tried to read it twice. I think I did the same thing. I have no idea if it's right. It's probably wrong both, both times. Now you pair Josh Allen with Lamar Jackson. Right, who's been on an elite warp tear in a lineup start 10. Yep. Uh, you got Bijan, DeAndre Swift at your running backs, but your receiver core is ridiculously young and like full of studs. Here's the only like caveat I would have for, for Ash Ekvi, who won't listen to this. Um, a lot of young receivers, but a lot of like – Not men. scoring, yeah. You know what I mean? Like Jordan Addison, Jackson Smith, and Jigba, Zay Flowers, dynasty-wise, you're like, awesome. Amazing. Yep. Actual fantasy production, like you got too many of these dudes, you consolidate into uh, A.J. Browns and, you know, Amon Ross St. Browns and, you know, pretty much anybody that ends in a Brown other than Hollywood Brown has been pretty good for fantasy for the wide receivers. So up tier there, and uh, you kind of made the all-in move with these two elite quarterbacks. Might as well wrap it up and, and make some more moves in your league. So, Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm seeing too. He, he's 7-0, and man. So, whew. Yeah, and you're, just got a hell of a lot stronger. If you if you're seven and zero and you like, listen, I'm I'm not gonna dismiss Hollywood in ten team, okay, or uh, ten lineup start ten. Like it, it's not a bad ad. I'm not saying that, but he's not someone that I'm saying okay now. I'm, just add, you add Josh Allen to a team that's already seven and zero, dude. That's in this format, man. Because yeah. Mike, when you think about the, I just think about a couple things in lineup leagues. How many are we starting, right? The, the lower the starters, the more the quarterbacks are going to matter. And then when I see half PPR and half points, so you're telling me tight ends get one point per catch and every receiver gets half point per catch? Dude, I don't care if you're if four point passing touchdown, six. There's no, it, this is a quarterback driven league, man. That's, right. that's the single piece I'm looking to buy from seven and oh. That's, he's got, he's got Allen and Lamar now, Mike. Yep. Find a better <laughs> duo for production wise. Man, you know what's crazy? I think I just talked myself into both sides of this deal as I'm walking through it. That's crazy. Makes sense. Makes sense. All right. Schumer needed it. His, his Phillies lost, so he need this one. He yeah, that poor guy. You know, keeps happening to him. All right, Rough. Mr. Wonderful and Drec Twenty Two. 
Amari Cooper, Tyler Higby, DeAndre Swift for a 24 first. Oh, is he getting his own back here? Looks that way. Yeah. Okay. Getting your own 24 first back, 25 third, 25 second, 25 third. Uh, this is a best ball start 12, 12 team super flex PPR, uh, full point tight end premium, 0.25 points per carry. What do you got here? I mean, we don't know where that first is, but getting it back is always a good feeling. And uh, getting it back for just this is an even better feel. When when it's these three pieces of age, yeah, feels pretty good. I would, uh, I don't know, USFL champions. Uh, I guess it, it, there's not two Fs in it, so it won't be one of those like weird Debbie leagues that Eric and Scott started up, where the first round picks actually don't really matter. Right. To be completely honest. Yep. And in those like heavy, uh, heavy depleted. Uh, classes no one really cares about <laughs> well it's yeah the, the first round pick just doesn't have upside it just doesn't yeah it's pretty gross so i'm gonna assume it's just a regular one <laughs> and if it's regular i mean i'd rather have the draft picks so we talked about it swift's borderline worth a first like a late first at this point um i will say this omari cooper's worth more than a second but you know if if this is a mid to early get my first back scenario by all means, you can have Amari Cooper. I'll toss him in, buddy. <laughs> I'll toss him in. You just give me a second. We'll call it a deal. And then Tyler Higby, who gives a shit? Uh, Two thirds. There, there's the price. Appreciate you. I'm I'm looking through a couple things here, Mike, and um, I'm gonna be honest. I think there, there's two points I'll make. One, I like what Mister Wonderful did. Just off of I'm looking currently uh, two and five, right? So this is one of those man like. You found out you were fraudulent, right? For whatever reason, you thought you weren't. You, your roster construction wasn't appropriate. You had some rare, rare, uh, weird injuries. You you just drafted the wrong guys. I mean, there's been a bunch of guys that have missed this year. But, Mike, you got – if you're sitting on that guy's first. Now, I'm going to guess because he's 2-5 and five and he, his team might be competitive enough looking, he's not thinking that he's trying to tank and go all the way down. There's only, there's only one guy that's 0-7. So, like, I'm looking right now. You get this piece back. It's a 102. You have the ability to go get yourself Marvin Harrison Jr. or Caleb Williams or Drake May, right? Right. Like, dude, I, I would I would honestly, Mike, if I have that discussion, in all the shit I'll talk about best ball, three for ones, like, I'm just getting that 24 first back, which I can make 102. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be trying like hell to get one of these extra pieces in here. But I'm already, you already kind of got me at the three for one here. Like I can go get that guy. You give me back a second and a, and a couple thirds. I can't press. I can't press smash enough, man. Now, Drek is I'm assuming good enough contender where this is going to help him. But I just think you sold short, man. I think you needed a diamond hand this first a little longer, a little stronger. If it was a if it wasn't locked in, like giving this dude his first back, say it was D Rex and he's the one pushing all in for the championship. Oh, dude, I'm a, I'm a thought. If this is my first and I'm a strong team, I'm I'll send you this all day for the, the, these three. Just so we're completely clear on that, right? Yep. But in the same sense too, like I also could see a scenario where if I'm Mister Wonderful too, again, if this is the best offer I got. Just get the shit off my team. Let me go tank. You know, I'll take your late first. Here you go. You go win a championship. I'm going to go try to win the 101. Uh, but being that this is already like kind of in the 102 area, like oh, I'm with you, man. D-Rec, you got you to gotta hold their feet to the fire, right? You got to make them pay the piper a little bit to man. get that pick back. Because the other thing too, Mike, you're talking about just taking any old trade. like, all right. But you're, you're talking about taking the, the first real deal that comes across your screen, right? In a what, what if I told you if I was D-Rec too, like Adam, if I added uh, Kenneth Walker on the other side? And you knew that you were giving this guy his his 101, 102, 103 back. Now does it become more fair? Like, do you feel like you're finally getting one over on him? I, I, I'll, yeah. I mean, if I'm, I would, I would, I would struggle a lot more getting my first for that. But at the same time, I'm gonna give myself a scenario where kind of take an L, but you'll make it back in other places, right? And he, right. He, here's the biggest part, though. Like, man, Mike, think about this. Like, none of those guys have value retention. They definitely can help you win. Right. Like, if you're going to start a rebuild, like, look who you're sending away, to your point. You have, you're you're needing to get a rebuild going, right? So you're sending away the old, 
you know, the vampire style bodies, right? The guys that are getting old, man. Like, and you're getting back like something you can control. Like when you get back your control of a rebuild, now you really have that like decompressed feeling, man. Like your whole, you could just relax versus this tight <sighs> dude. That's <sighs> feels better. Yeah, man. It's just, it's just terrible. Um, all right. So I, to your point, I'm, I'm glad that we, uh, we walked through though, the different parts about that because yep. if it was a late first, if it was a different style first, I, I would want the other side. But when you're telling me you got, you're giving someone back the control. Cause even right now, I'm like, just with the uh, last point, I'm like, even right now with just the records, like that's one Oh four right now. If you tell me he's the best two and five team, like mm. it's already right there and you give him back his control with half the season left. He, he has all the control left. All right. Joe four four two two one, uh, making a trade with Bruce Leroy. Twelve team superflex PPR full tight end premium, lineup start eleven. The perfect twelve man dynasty, Mike. Perfect. Sounds sounds pretty awesome. Um, perfect. Is this a perfect deal? T Higgins, Cole Komet, Kadarius Tony, twenty four second for Tyler Algier, Kenneth Walker, and the corpse of Chase Brown. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, shit on both sides <laughs> that's irrelevant yeah. and no one cares about. Right? I mean, you're telling me this is a lineup start 11. Like, I'm already out on Tony, out on Chase Brown, out on Komet. Yeah, yeah. He's he's an A-warp tight end, like, pretty much, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll either – I don't want to be acquiring him in a, in a deal of magnitude, right? Yeah, yeah. You get him as a toss-in, that's about it. There you go. So exactly. Kenneth Walker or T. Higgins then for you? Like where does that come down to? This one's tough. It's close. It is. One I, of them's I would say a this. wide receiver and the other one's a very good running back. But you know, that, let me preface that with saying the last part, running back, which, you know, automatically should make your stomach turn just a little bit. If you're getting the the Bruce Leroy side, I, I, I can make like one of these type trades in a lineup, right? Like like I can make one of these pivots where I know the retentions on the T. Higgins side. But, like, I probably – and I think this is something to actually think about in lineup. The, because you're right. It's kind of a uh, – man, you, you eat some old dairy. Like, you, you didn't realize it, but your stomach just starts churning immediately, right? It's just gross, man. Oh, my God. But you got to make – I think a lot of times you might need to make one of these deals. Um, you'd rather find a way to do it elsewhere. But it's T. Higgins. It's not your top receiver, hopefully. It's a good one. It's a very valuable piece. But Kenneth Walker on a on a contender like right now he he has the ability to help you win the league. I'm not saying T Higgins never will. I just I just struggle to believe it's going to be this year. I get you. I get so, you. I, I'll lean Kenneth Walker on a contender, but there's no doubt the dynasty value and retention probably is leaning T Higgins still. Right. You throw in the second like it's a little bit more appealing. Like I think one for one you're having a conversation whichever side you fell on whether it was long term dynasty value or actually competing this year right competing this year is going with kenneth walker long-term dynasty value i i would say it is t higgins for me personally like i would feel much safer with that yep agreed the cole Komet, he's fine as a toss-in but so is like tyler algier as just well a, let me ask RB you. on a 53 and the tony chase brown thing i don't give a shit about so that's where it comes down to the second right and uh we were just talking mid to late second i don't know maybe i could be swayed to the <clears throat> uh the joe four four two two one side um, but I also like don't really hate it if I'm Bruce Leroy and trying to make a push this year. Like, let me get the the RB value right now. Yeah, I mean, because well, what I was going to ask you, Mike, actually, is uh, speaking of churning and gross questions, Arthur Smith, <laughs> man, does is, is Arthur Smith making Tyler Algier worth a second round pick? Is my question to you? No, no. I we just saw, we just saw a couple weeks ago like Tyler Algier was fucking irrelevant too, so. Like that, that could go bye bye in a heartbeat, just as quickly as our hope for Bijan Robinson went bye bye. I struggle to see that he's not worth a second, though. Like, I'm with you; it could. But but a lot of these running backs, I'm going to buy for a second. You know what the truth is? That their time's going to come and go, man. Their time is going to come and fucking go. Like, Here, how many how many running backs are you buying? For, well, let let let. I'll, I'll let you talk. Last piece I'll say is yeah. any running back I'm buying for a second shouldn't be for anything more than this year anyway. Like I should be expecting down the road for it to go away. 
and that's fine. My my counterpoint is you're buying him for this year, and he hasn't done you fuck for this year, right? Who started him in week one to enjoy his RB4 performance? Not many people. I would say probably not many. Nope. Not in this lineup start 11. And then he gave you 49 coming off of that one, 51, 66, 42, 41, and then finally again 16. I'm not paying a second for that type of running back, Adam. We're like we're two weeks out of seven that he's been usable, and both weeks in a lineup I wouldn't have predicted or put him in a lineup unless I was absolutely desperate. So th- that's a pass, man. I'm not spending a second for that kind of player. Gotcha. I I think um I think I could I could make the argument. Uh, I'm not say I'm not sure I would actually send it, but um. It probably actually, when I re- when I really look at it, it probably just ruins what Bijan's upside is as much as anything. Yeah. Um, it just it just kicks us in the balls for loving Bijan and wanting him to be a thing more than anything. It doesn't actually make Tyler Algier useful. Yeah, I mean, well, I will say though, a guy that is getting because in some of these builds now I don't know how he's built, but in some of these standard lineup builds that you're building, lineup start eleven, like. You get you just give me a running back that's getting like of these weeks, Mike. There's only been two of them. He's got five weeks where he's gotten fifteen, uh, basically fifteen touches or more, right? So sometimes in the lineup start eleven, like you give me a running back that's getting fifteen touches, probably plugging him in. Now to the second point, I think it's a little bit rich still, but I'm just the point I'm making is that Tyler Algier is uh, one an annoyance and two his dynasty value is more than I probably ever would have ever thought after BJ yeah, got drafted. I don't put all the stock in, you know, like uh, spike week consistency week for, for lineup Adam, but it's good to look at because it just gives me a quick one to look at, but mm-hmm. here's the downside, right? Like I can look at some other running backs and I go, wow, he's got the same spike weeks and consistent weeks as Josh Jacobs, which is true, right? Like they're both the very, the very same one spike week, two consistent weeks total. Right? Mm-hmm. So that means the one spike week and then the other week they were just above average. But Josh Jacobs' bad weeks are 33, 25, 20, 22, right? So you're still in the ballpark head-to-head versus a matchup. Like you're you're not winning. He's not really helping you win. Right. But he's not a complete detriment where if you're starting Tyler Algier and he's in the 40s, the 50s, and the 60s on RBs on the week, like that's getting kicked in the balls. You ain't doing nothing. I mean, that's like everybody who started Deshaun Watson in their Superflex last week going, this dude got negative 0.8 points? How the hell is this even possible? (laughs) Sure. But but I'll just say it like this. You're right. However, you're – my God, when you build this this, uh, wide receiver heavy, quarterback heavy, running backs you just fill in, Mm -hmm. like you can win (laughs) – Dude, I've won a couple. I'm undefeated in a league where just I got Justice Hill in on the wrong week. I mean, Justice Hill's not giving me shit on the right week. I got him in on the wrong week. I got running backs in on the wrong week. You almost are expecting bad, and if they give you anything inside the top 15, now you're hitting on something. To your point, paying a second, maybe a little bit rich. Lineup start 11, though. I'm fine having some Tyler Algier rostered for sure. Um, uh, even, even to your point, though, right? The Justice Hill thing, even he has a bit as bad or as unuseful as Tyler Algier, right? <laughs> At least when he has a bad week, it's in the 30s, not the 60s. Yeah. I mean, the floor, though, like, the floor isn't the biggest deal, um, realistically, on these teams. It's more so like, can you, can, can I get a running back that's getting enough work where they could actually even go higher for me? Um, where they could spike or do something. Yeah, yeah. Where Tyler Algier the one time gives me two touchdowns and I have him in my lineup because I got nothing else there. Like, that's money. that's money. money. Now, uh, I think in the overall totality of the deal, if I'm not competing this year or not, like, locked in on competing this year, I definitely want the Joe, the top Joe side. Joe 4, four two two one. Definitely want that. Criticize criticism would be like Tony and Komet just don't, in, don't in this format. I don't want them. I don't want them, man. Frankly, I could see I could see a case for Komet because he was playing well there and he was a a high warp tight end there for a while. And you're like, well, if this chemistry continues with Justin Fields, like it could be something. But the Kadarius Tony thing, I got no explanation for. I can't see the the sunny side of that one at all. Like pass. Don't pollute my deal with fucking Kadarius Tony. I'm with give you. Give me a third. Give me a fourth. Give me some fab. I don't give a shit. Just not Kadarius Tony. 
And then, uh, like, I, I think I, I understand what Bruce uh, Leroy is doing. If I was to criticize, it would be that you're doing it right now. Um, but you're not giving away any picks. You, maybe you w- could wait a couple more weeks on this. but Right. And he's not really giving away any production, right? No, he's not giving away production. He's not giving away any, like, great upside value. The other thing is, I guess Chase Brown's any running back on a 53. But uh, he, He's a running back. That much we can say. To your point, uh, it could be in five weeks from now, Chase Brown is doing more than Tyler Algier is in lineups, man. So uh, there's, be. there's, I guess the only thing is Joe Mixon's not doing anything. So he, if Joe Mixon gets hurt, like, do we expect someone else to do it? Um, I don't know. Man. I don't know. <laughs> Joe I, Mixon can't do it. So the third string running back is going to be the one who can do it. I, that's a tough one to wrap your head around, ain't it? <laughs> Listen, man. That'd the, be a tough sell. The 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 Mixon thing this year. Like, because we saw the Chase Brown deal, and it's reminding me of that purchase that Blitz has. Dude, Mixon this year might just feel so bad and gross. Like, it is. I don't have very much of him anymore in, other than in best ball. And I guess in best ball, the one thing is you just don't notice him as much. You just notice him being way down there and just, like, I can't trade him. I can't do shit with him. I'm just hoping he does something. Well, it's hard to notice him because he's never, he's never making my lineup. Exactly. <laughs> so if you don't scroll down a few spots you don't see him <laughs> and i mean you, when you get to you know looking at the waivers it's like well you can't you're not cutting this guy but uh yeah, god he's, he's just he's just always he's locked into the you know bottom 25 spots on my roster uh yeah gross man since his offense as a whole has been pretty gross unfortunately kind of like the dallas offense just top to bottom meh very meh, meh. oh very meh. i thought, I thought not, some... not what we predicted right at no, all no no I thought some good deals today. Um, I think yeah. I think you're starting to see a lot. One of the things that gets hard about the summer is nobody's picking directions, really, right? Unless you're leaned into one side or the other. Like typically, teams want to just trade for dynasty value in the summer. They're not trading as much for teams. Now you're starting to see a lot of these deals where it's like you look at the trade pretty early, and there's clear and defined reasons for these deals. And I, it, it starts to make the deals easier to happen because it's like, all right, I, I thought I could contend. I don't. Let's go. Let's, you know, what do we got to do to get this over with, you know? A lot, not a lot of lateral moves. You know, like in, in redraft, every trade that you see is like a lateral move, right? Both teams are competing. Right? That's there's, all they're trying to do. Right. There, there's no incentive for anyone in redraft to trade anything other than what could help them right now. Dynasty wise, you get to this point of the season, it's every deal you're gonna get. It's like, oh yeah, that dude's taking <laughs> dude, that dude's team. I bet if I pull it up, it's god awful. Or it had a bunch of injuries or something happened to it where they're like, Well, this ain't my time. Here you go, buddy. <laughs> I mean, you you saw I kicked my deal off with T Rock where I mean, damn it, Mike, is there listen, one thing about just going ahead and rebuilding early is it's like, you know, it's kinda like not putting yourself out there in a relationship. You know, like I didn't get dumped. I mean, I'm just I'm just single. I'm happily single. You can tell yourself this story versus, man, now I got to trade T-Rock players that could help him win. Well, I fucking go to the – that is – that's a bad way to start the trade show off, man. Ugh. <laughs> Sour taste in your mouth, ain't it? Real bad. Real bad, buddy. Don't worry, me and him made a, a similar deal too, so I'm there. I saw you. it. I saw it, man. We'll get we'll, we'll have to get that one on next week so people can keep this T-Rock series going. Yeah, I want him to feel good, right? And go check him out. He writes a great article every week, southarmanff.com. Go check out T-Rock's T- uh, dossier. Dossier, man. Yeah, the dossier. dossier. Look at look got at fan, look at fancy McNutted, right? Yeah. Horsey we got him all dressed days. up. <laughs> got the jersey. Don't worry. Next week the uh the chain will be here, so trade show with the chain. Let's do it. You doing you got you going to have the chain and the shades on at once? I, I might. My, oh my well, the goodness. shades are like special. I think that's AMA. Only. That's an AMA only deal. AMA yeah, only. I get you. Plus, we well, we we are starting to do the trade show a lot more in the daytime. Like you could actually maybe use the the shades, right? Like might. It's, <laughs> might. <laughs> These damn key lights. That's for sure. It's bright. It's bright. It's it's bright on you. But All yeah, man. Lights. I thought uh, I thought I thought some good deals today. So um, if you do want your deals featured, patreon.com forward slash South Harmon. Um, $5 gets you an opportunity to come put your deals on the trade show. Uh, we'll walk through them, discuss them, tell you uh, you did did a great job or, or you effed up, man. We uh, we love to tell you you effed up. So uh, just just know we will not sugarcoat shit for you. Nope. 
Get that warp tool. It'll help you. It'll help you. SouthArmorNFF.com forward slash warp. Read T-Rock's article for free. And while you do that, take a look at warp if you want to get it. Uh, six ninety a month. Go win yourself some leagues, man. Go win yeah. yourself some leagues. Get that league simulator, too. Comes in handy. Absolutely. Comes in handy. Identify the shitters or the overconfident ones who are in a sixth place thinking that they're going to compete. Good luck to you, sir. R.I.P. <laughs> let, let me get that first. <laughs> R.I.P. Uh, we love you guys. We'll see you back here same time, same place next week for the Dynasty Trade Show. We're out of this thing. Peace. Peace.